what would be right for me? Like, that's the only question there is. Yes. I'm like, that's it. That's the whole episode. (laughs) (laughs) What would be right for me? (laughs) Welcome to Gentle Frog's Bookkeeping Lilypad, your cozy corner of the podcasting world, where numbers tell a story and bookkeeping blossoms into an adventure. My name is Rachel Barnett, and I'm glad you're here. This podcast is for bookkeepers who enjoy authentic, unfiltered, and always encouraging friend to talk shop with. We will be discussing what it's like to own and operate a small bookkeeping business. How have you liked podcasting so far, by the way? Oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my second attempt. So the first one was like collaboration with someone and it wasn't the right fit for me. And so now I've got this one and I really like it because it's me speaking to people. And what I really want to do is speak to people who are new in business and freelancer talking to freelancer, not a person selling smoke. Right. So how's yours? Like you've had yours for, I feel like forever at this point, whereas I'm a newbie. (laughs) Well, it's since October of 2020 and it's changed a little bit too. And I needed to take a break. So I'm actually on a break from my podcast and that's like reasonable and fine. And the books kind of took over and nothing else was available. So like for now... It's good. Okay. Just as it is, it's going to just like have its own life and up and down. Okay. That makes sense. I was looking for it this morning because I need to list some of the most recent episodes, the one in May. And I'm like, maybe I'll just go searching. And they found your playlist. I'm like, this isn't it. (laughs) So it's like, whatever. I'm I'm not an expert at my podcast app. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. I do find though that when you have leads coming in, this is something that I did, especially for people who were like, I'm dealing with this. What do you got? And I would put together a playlist for that thing based on whatever they were dealing with or what sounded like it could be resonant and helpful. And that was just every time I did it. I didn't do it very often, but every opportunity, so appreciated. And I felt good too. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that a lot. Curated playlist. And then of course, people can still contact you and work with you directly, but... Of course. What a good happy medium. Yeah. It felt personal without getting in their business. Like part of this is just so nice because it's not, you know, it's lurker friendly. Yes. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's it's a nice chance for people to get to know people in a safe space without feeling like they're being sold to. Right. Or that anybody else can see the content they're listening to. Oh, right. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all in the privacy of your own headphones. (laughs) (laughs) So I I met you like ages ago through a friend and then hired you a couple of years ago as a grief coach. So I wanted to chat with you specifically on the podcast because it's December and people go through weird bouts of grief. And even if not, there's just the highs and lows of business ownership. And so anything that you want to talk about or not talk about, any tips, anything about like your emergence program, Mm -hmm. just I wouldn't, I would be a complete puddle of goo if it wasn't for our time together. I like the easy collaboration of it, honestly, Rachel, because like we're here for people. That's it. What do you want to do? Okay, how can I help you do that? Can I help you do that? True. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's it. Easy. And like, I'm happy to just see what feels resonant. The more that I understand a little bit about, oh, okay, new business owners, freelancer to freelancer. Yeah, it's scrappy. 
<laughs> That's exactly it. Like it's totally scrappy. And I'm so tired of people telling you know, new bookkeepers that if they just buy this program, they can make six figures in a week. And none of that is true. And then people feel bad about themselves. Right. And I do not like this. <laughs> so no, I want no. to be the opposite voice. <laughs> well, one thing then is, okay, if we weren't having this sold to thing and people were not dancing on our fear buttons, yes. what would be right for me? Like, that's the only question there is. Yes. I'm like, that's it. That's the whole episode. <laughs> what would be right for me? <laughs> right, right. So I can go into a little bit of like reaction versus resonance. Copywriters are very great at their skills. You can tell because emotion I'm happy to do that. Like just to sort of calm the chaos voice. Yeah, I would love it. Please. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. So who do you normally work with? Like I said, when I met you, you were doing a lot of grief coaching. Mm -hmm. um, but what are you doing now? I've sort of zoomed in on my message. So I say I work as an emergence coach. And this is something that is often more palatable. It's still grief and loss and change. And it's usually innovators, high achievers, uh, early adopters, this sort of self-identified person who is going through grief, loss, or a shadow season. So the reason that I like to work with the word emergence is that it really helps a person, a human in our day, age, and culture to understand that like, yeah, this is a progression. This We're not doing grief and loss coaching, and then we're stuck and camping in grief and loss. Right. We are on an emergence progression. And how do we do that in and around these life events or relationship events that are real and painful? And how do we keep going when we're too scared? We're so scared. Right. Scared is definitely it. Or sometimes just too afraid to move on. Yeah. Everything feels big and daunting and overwhelming. And I don't know what to do. So I'm going to do nothing and hope that it just magically passes. <laughs> right. Or risky. Like, you know, I've already lost so much already. I can't bear to imagine what else could be lost in this moment, this season, this whatever. So thank you. I'm withdrawing altogether. Right. Safe. And I, I'm down for that. I'm down for safety and consent every given moment. And when there's a sense of restlessness or, oh, God, I'm getting kind of tired of this, that's time to move. Okay, that makes sense. That it's okay to stay wherever you need to stay to feel okay. Yeah, when you're tired of feeling those feelings, when you're like, okay, I've been stuck here long enough. Okay, there's some sort of movement or next step I need to take and I'm terrified. Those are the signals. And they may not be the signals that you want. <laughs> right, exactly. No, what I really want is the signal that I've won the lottery or that everything is magically going to be okay and I don't have to do any work. Yeah, how about we just continually have peanut butter and cheese that's delivered to my home without any responsibility at all? Sign up for that. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. And I'm like, you're just like a big ball of knowledge, like a human hug. Mm. <laughs> Right? Thank you. I totally received that. I totally reflect <laughs> that. Do you have tips or anything that you give people when they're trying to find their groove more broad that might have been like on a podcast and less specific to like, oh, here's your particular situation and my ideas for it? There are so many different things that just can come 
about in a life or in a season that are like, I don't know really how I got here. So some general grief knowledge is probably going to be a little bit useful because what do we want to feel? Not that. Ooh, true. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. So what I will say is that grief and loss are cumulative. You're not doing it wrong. And like, okay, what feels best for me right now? It's going to come back to what's right for me right now. If I was not around anyone or influenced by anyone or my phone battery completely died and I didn't have any way of crowdsourcing this particular solution or Reddit or whatever, what would I do from a quiet place? Ideally below your neck because a lot of... out of your head. (laughs) Yeah. So like we carry a lot of stress. We have continual ideas. We have the 40 to 60,000 thoughts a day that we're not going to know all of them or be conscious or aware of all of them. That's not a thing. However, we take a lot of action and inaction based on feelings, conscious or subconscious. So this is sort of like factory settings for the human brain and body 101, maybe 0.5. Like I hang out at 0.5 in a lot of places. Mm -hmm. So, okay, here's what we are working with dealing with. We have a lot of things that we think and fewer things that we do or don't do. That's how this one works. If we are taking action or inaction based on feelings, which come from thoughts, Mm -hmm. which are based on circumstances, then our results are close at hand based on the actions we're taking or not taking. All that sort of circuitous way of just saying, okay, if I'm really in a scared place and it takes a lot of energy to feel safe and calm and I really can't go and do 25 seasonal festivity things this winter, I can maybe do a half a one for 20 minutes and then I'm out. This is 100% fair. Like the overstimulation vibes are real. And we can only contain so much. So as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. who is continually like, perhaps if you're new in business and you're continually reviewing what is, what's available, what's new, what should I be doing? What are the people doing? How many likes do they have? How many likes do I have? Do I have any? It gets real fast. And so slowing down and just asking yourself to check in around like, what does the freckle on my knee register. Like, can I just sort of put my hand on my body? Can I find all 10 of my toes inside of my socks? Can I exhale and just see or listen for what is next? Listening below the neck. So like if you put your hand on your heart or your high heart by your clavicles, this is a way to just sort of like get in touch with a heart that's already beating for you. Cells already dividing for you. Life is progressing in this way. Nails are growing. Hair is growing. Eyelashes are eyelashing. These are just like life is happening exactly right now. What is the next best thing for me to do, think, feel, try next for me? And it it does come to that. That's sort of like the slingshot. Like the pulling back is the quiet and the finding the toes and the resting in like, yeah, my body is doing what my body does for me. Life is already happening. I'm available in this moment. Here's my toe. That is the pulling back of the slingshot. So you can make a decision that really launches you forward into 
your desired results. You're going to get a result either way. So here comes the difference between responding and reacting. Okay. And the choice of I could respond from a space that's below my neck, grounded, calm. I don't have to love everything. I don't have to be peppy or perky or delight in all things, whatever. But I can assess and I can see and choose and I can get a sense of what is next for me. Or I can react to what's around me, what I think I'm seeing. Because like of everything we're seeing on any media channel, social or otherwise, there is far more that we are not. Oh, yeah. And so like, okay, what's the story I'm going to make up about that? (laughs) Okay. Or any of those things are, for me, it feels like kind of a spell, like kind of a hypnosis. Oh, Kind of if I get carried away with the copywriters who are doing their craft and all of a sudden I feel like very activated and my nervous system is getting sort of plucked like a harp. Like, okay. (laughs) Like that's, I don't like to play that. That doesn't, those brain chemicals that drop, the adrenaline that courses, the cortisol, that's not fun for me anymore. And so that is an indicator for me of here's where I tend to, and I have a lot of field research around making those decisions based in reaction. Response for me, it takes a little bit more time, but it's a better decision for me and my business and the people that I really want to connect with and be with. That's awesome. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. I'm mm-hmm. excited to go back and listen to it again because I'm like, yes, I do feel like things get plugged like a harp. I definitely have the visual, like slow down, really think about your thing. And then once you do that, you are propelling yourself to where you want to be because you stopped and thought about where do you want to be? I was looking at someone's Facebook group today and the, not really comparing, comparing, but kind of comparing where I'm like, oh, they have so many members. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'm fine. I'm trekking along where I'm at and that's okay. <laughs> but for that, right. that brief moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's just not even any comparison. <laughs> right. And, you know, like there's a part of us in our just human mechanism because we do have a brain and it is smart in some ways and in some ways it's real dumb. Yes. So like, yeah, that's, this is part of what we do as just humans. Like we're trying to see how we fit. And that Facebook group may be like, 10 months old, 10 years old, like us coming in to sort of take a snapshot of how we fit in comparison, it's not fair to us or them at all because there's so much we can't see and don't know. It's true. But that initial response, thank you for saying because that is a lot. There's a lot of opportunity in a fast moving platform for many experiences of that comparison. And we can really get into some despair around, is it even worth it? And this is where like we suffer and we don't know that there's another option in terms of, okay, um, I often don't remember that there's lots that I'm not seeing about that group or that whatever. There's lots that I don't know about the person who's the admin in there. Maybe there are seven admins in there. For the person who's new in business, this context is really important and valid. For the DIYer who is totally DIYing all of it, you get to take credit for this. This is like every single diaper on your seven jobs, (laughs) seven job babies. Like you are caring and conducting and stewarding all of them. 
And so this is a time of real work. And I'm going to suggest an opportunity for including yourself in some more support, whatever that looks like. If that looks like, please, could somebody bring me some post-it notes from across the room? Yes. If that looks like, I think I need to stop for 20 minutes and go get myself some form of nutrition that does not um, come from a crinkly bag. (laughs) Yes. I am not admitting to anything. (laughs) Well, this is all based on ask me how I know from my own personal experience, right? So what's going to generate support for me in the care of this? We're playing a long game. And, you know, for this audience of tender and needed professionals, right. this is a long game. And there's a lot that's front loaded at the beginning where you're building the plane while you're flying it, while you're the passenger, while you're not like while you're putting all the luggage in, right. all of it, all of it. So like some grace and some support and some encouragement is really useful. And that's something that, you know, I've been in freelance work since 2013. And I really could have used that information back then. Yeah, exactly. There's just so much. And even if you knew the things, like the world has changed so much that Mm -hmm. you couldn't tell your past self because you wouldn't have the context. Yeah. And in the case of, hey, what do I need next? What sounds good to me next? With what I have, with what's available, like trusting that that is good enough for now in this moment for this one next decision. Right. You're more capable or able, sometimes even more willing to trust that your thought process has been there. Self-doubt is another one of those gremlins that's like, I should have. Why didn't I? I should have. And this often came up for me around my reactive decisions to either buy that program really fast and then not open it, not use it. Like I have a few of those. I'm not proud, but I'll tell the truth. I'll tell on myself. Like, yeah, I felt like, okay, great. That's like the gym membership that I really wanted that I never went to. Yeah. Right. Like that's not, that's not useful to me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I've got the same thing. The things that I've bought that opened once or twice, haven't done anything with them, mm-hmm. mostly because I felt pressure. Like they, the sale is on right now. You have to buy it right now. Where instead, I need to do more of what you described. Stop and ask myself, what is the next right thing for me? Doesn't matter what someone else is doing. Doesn't matter what people tell me I should be doing. Like when I ask myself, where do I want to go and how am I going to get there? Really, out of all the things I can do, what can do? What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. As opposed to like, oh, I sure wish I could X. Like, well, yeah, me too. <laughs> right. Like me as a 55-year-old ballerina on point with the knees that I have. No. In my mind for a three-minute fantasy, great. Totally. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think this is great. I've had an email going back and forth with a gal who's feeling discouraged because she's busy comparing her brand new self against experienced self. And I'm like, you can't, you can't compare the two. Thank you for saying that because I do have something that may be useful. If comparison is really something to get, be hard to get away from, I have the perfect consultant for her and everybody to engage with and get to know. And that is the future self who has done it. Okay. And so what that looks like is, okay, if you could please like close all the tabs and put the phone down and just sort of allow some part of your physical self, your connective self to reach out into the future to the self, that's you, who 
has done it, who has arrived at that place that you want. So if you wanted to have a full book of business, okay, I have a future self. This is something that may be a little bit playful, maybe a little bit out there. I'm going to ask you to try it on because it's still you. Right. So if you were to schedule a Zoom meeting with your future self, three years down the line, five years down the line, what would future self tell you about your path and what you needed to do next in this situation? Because future you who has achieved that full book of business or that whatever number that you are desiring in a year in a career, Mm -hmm. if they've already done it, they're going to know. And so engaging with yourself and here's how I do it. Okay, please. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) One, do I believe that there is a future version of me who is like, has done it? Because if there's no belief there, then that's something we cultivate. Is it even possible for me to get a full book of business right? or get the next client or, you know, these are things that me as an entrepreneur has been with for years. And so one is cultivating that belief. For me, I'll just sit down and I'll be like, usually writing will help me. Sometimes email, like I do long, long hand in a college bound spiral notebook because Target 25 cents at back to school time is my love language. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. People also may set up a private and free email for their future selves that they will email out to and then they will wait Not for an actual email to come back, but for a response from a part of you that comes from deeper inside. And usually that's in like my guts. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that's where my answer comes from. Rarely here in my head. Because here in my head is busy with opinions. In my guts or in my heart, that is where I am drawn forward. I'm not pushing myself. I'm not over-efforting. I'm waiting. And then I trust what comes next. And sometimes that's something really scary. Usually it's something very tiny. And then it's trusting it. Like, am I going to follow that from my future sense of self? Or am I going to believe my brain? Neither one is wrong. Right. But these are some options. Those are great options. Mm -hmm. This really brings about more self-trust as well, because future you has the same heart, has the same lungs, has the same like general eye color, probably the same eyebrows, unless the style goes into whatever it goes into. (laughs) You know, there may be the odd pair of pants that you're still wearing in the future, three years down the road. Like it's all the same. It's recognizable. It's a belief element. And then it's a trust element. Do I trust what I'm getting? Am I calmer? for this. And please beware of the immediate gratification police who were like, that's not fast enough. I'm not there enough. I'm not there soon enough. That is not a long game. That is fear talking. Yeah, exactly. Fear and sometimes not realistic. Right. There's nobody to say like how soon or what schedule this is going to happen. And that's not why we're here. You being an entrepreneur or being a freelancer or being in business for yourself in any respect is going to be a lot of new information about yourself. Yeah, (laughs) such a good way to put it. I've gotten to know myself so much better. We spent a lot of time together. Hello, personal development. Yeah, exactly. So like, okay, this is one, you're multitasking. So well done. Personal development plus business development plus community support plus offering services and products that are useful and thoughtful and generous, you know, solve real problems. 
you're doing a lot already. Just like those last four things are things that we do every day. We solve problems, we give solutions, we offer support, add on some professional and personal development. This is a masterclass in life. Yes, I'm exhausted thinking about it. And now I understand why I'm way more tired than I was when I had a job job. (laughs) Oh my gosh, right? Yeah. Right, it's different stuff and lots of decisions. And you never know which one is the right one. You're just kind of forced to ask yourself, what am I going to be most happy about? Future self, what do you like better? Right, exactly. And you can trust your body's response, whether or not it sort of like cinches up and the shoulders go up, hair gets hackly, or, you know, there's a sense of fear or a stomach clench. These are indicators. This is like muscle testing. If there's, okay, that seems doable. I feel calm. I'd be ready for the next step as well. How is that furthering your business? If I'm able to see and assess and I have the energy to do one tiny step and then I'm willing to look at the next tiny step, this is progress. Mm -hmm. This is how we get to the next client without the hurl of adrenaline or the swirl of cortisol. Optional. Yeah. I didn't know this. So I spent a lot of time in fifth gear and a lot of fear. I burned a lot of energy and a lot of money and a lot of my time. Right. And I still didn't know what I needed because I wasn't asking me. (laughs) I was comparing. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Is this relatable at all? Yeah, exactly. And like fifth gear, spending time, money, not asking yourself, not getting anywhere because you're not busy asking yourself. You're like running a race, but you don't even know what you're running with or for or towards. You're just like everyone else is running. Therefore, I shall run. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, lemmings do that. Yeah, totally. There's nothing wrong with lemmings. And as a business owner and leader, it's important to not take yourself off the cliff. Yes, this has been amazing. I'm so thrilled. I love talking to you every single time I get to. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anything that you want to include or pitch? Okay, so what I will share is that I do have a collaborative project that comes up quarterly and it is in and around the solstice and equinox. So at the time of this recording, we're a few weeks out from December 21, which is the winter solstice. So Part of the reason that I work in this capacity is I have a tendency to feel like I'm behind or I'm missing out. So holidays tend to sneak up, season change tends to sneak up. So I am in collaboration with a business breakthrough coach who's a delightful heart-centered person named Sarah Stokes. We team up to just offer a clearing and energetic and emotional reset called the Solstice Shift or the Equinox Evolution. So I'm not missing out on seasons changing. I'm continually clearing and making myself available for what's next for me from a safe, grounded place. Part of this reset includes a grief shifting session with Reiki that is led by me. And then Sarah takes on kind of a coaching and business directive short session. And then we finish it all off with a sound experience. So Rochelle from the Eclectic Spark based out of Eau Claire area, Wisconsin, she does a sound experience. So it's pre-recorded for us in the Zoom nest and then in person is totally happening live. And that's a quarterly gig. This is our third one. We're just almost sold out of the in-person stuff. Small group, It's awesome. And then it's done. People are, I don't know why I'm drawn to this, but I think I need to be here. (laughs) That's great. That means it's for you. And then the other URLs, I'll send my link tree 
and that'll be easy. Yeah. For the event, can people do it via Zoom? You said you're almost sold out for in-person. Yep, absolutely. And all over the place. Like, not everybody's from Wisconsin. Like, I'm out of Seattle. So, you know, it's a thing. Okay, that's good. And you can do Reiki remotely? Some of this is going to be, like, it's non-invasive. It's very gentle. We use your imagination for good for those who Reiki is new to. Okay. So it's gentle energy sort of work. And it's a lot like dusting off your emotional solar panel. Like when things blow onto a solar panel, we can gently dust them off energetically and they can be released. This is awesome. Thank you, Rachel, so much. (laughs) Thank you. 